0: Explore my exclusive Shayna Blaze designer collection at Harris Scarf. The perfect update for your living, dining, or bedroom space. My Shayna Blaze designer collection features pieces that mix and match effortlessly. Harris Scarf, great brands, great prices, shopping store or online.
1: Welcome to the Home Style podcast with Shayna Blaze, thanks to Beaumont Tiles, with tiles for every style and budget, and Harris Scarf, great brands, great prices. And welcome to Homestyle with Shayna Blaze. My name is Jane Nild. I'm a producer and I get to jump in a studio every couple of weeks and chat with Shayna, who, of course, is one of the judges on the block, designer extraordinaire, has her own range at Harris Scarf. So many other wonderful things you do, Shayna. You're an ambassador for our wonderful sponsor, Beaumont Tiles, as well. Uh, This time, a couple of weeks ago, your beloved Geelong football club were hanging in the balance. Were they going to make the finals? And I saw you on Instagram at the grand final for anyone listening outside of Melbourne or not an AFL fan, massive achievement, an incredible team full of wonderfully just great role models and great players.
0: How was the grand final when the Cats won? It was incredible. So I, I've barracked for the cats since I was four and um I've never been to a grand final. So I was lucky a girlfriend asked me, which I'm beyond grateful for, to be there when they win after, you know, they've tried so many times. And something that, you know, I, I've watched many defeats of their grand finals over the years. So to be there present was just that's why I sort of was you know um, not shy in my my um, celebration. It was a beautiful hype, and I know a few people said it was a boring game. But when you're a cat's person, no, it wasn't boring at all.
1: <laughs> oh, to follow a team since you were four years of age, Shana. I didn't real. I would have thought someone like you would have been on the A list and just going to
0: all the corporate grand finals for years. So your first grand final and a win. It's a coveted ticket. Like they're they're not given out um easily. And you know, so many people are members because they've been since they were two years old but it's one of those things it's such a Melbourne institution it is the holy grail as you know Paul Kelly has said and you know we've had such unpredictable weather and the fact that it was possibly the most perfect day you could have for a grand final was just phenomenal I, I couldn't have thought of a better day.
1: Okay, so we do need to talk a little bit of design. As someone who is walking into one of the most iconic venues in the world, I would say, the MCG, 100,000 and I think 24 people on the day, uh, huge record. Robbie Williams has been paid squillions of dollars for the AFL. He rocks onto the stage for the pre-game entertainment in a bright pink suit. Take us from there, Shana. What did you think of the spectacle?
0: I thought it was incredible. I I love the fact that, you know, Robbie does his own thing and, you know, he's in an all pink suit is just a way of saying I'll be who I want to be. And, Right from the start, he was phenomenal, and and everybody that was you know on the oval was such a spectacle. And having all the fireworks, and then the the fire bombs, and then Delta who just nailed it, it was it was incredible. I, it was it was a privilege to be there. It really was. And and the entertainment he did, he really is the entertainer, and that's what we needed, and we got it. Like you know, it hasn't been in Melbourne for three years, so it was it was like the grand final coming home. It's wonderful to
1: have Beaumont Tiles with us, of course, on Home Style, Tiles for Every Style and Budget, and our new sponsor, Shana Harris Scarf. So today on the podcast, we are going to be inspiring you to grab the picnic basket as if Saturday's weather, well, at least in Melbourne, didn't inspire you enough Perhaps you're going to dust off the outdoor furniture and get entertaining. We're going to explore some of your range, Shana, at Harris Scarf. And I've done a little online shopping this afternoon already. We've got a great listener question for Beaumont Tiles, all about creating a focal point in your bathroom. And we're going to discuss a little style versus practicality as well. Now, the block has been going strong, Shana. We are seeing contestants this week. If you're listening the week that the podcast drops, they are working on all the in-between spaces, the mud rooms, the additional little bits of their floor plan. Can you sort of talk us through what you're expecting from this
0: week? It is called Hell Week for a reason, because there is so much to finish. You've got the laundry, you've got the mud room, you've got the, the hallways. And there's every trade that's needed for all of those areas, and the fact you're all, you know, these transitional spaces is where you get to. So it's not like you can close off the space to, to actually get it done. And this is where the house is connected. Like you know, I know Neela said many times when the it's when the kitchen is in, it's like the heart starts beating. But once the the hallways are in, it's where the house makes sense because how it's connected, and a lot of the times, you know, we've seen, we've seen contestants be a bit boring and don't know what to do, and um, there's a lot of personality in this series, so I'm expecting a lot of personality, and the thing is that this is different. This is you know, a a practical mudroom, you know, I think we've seen how so much mud that's going on at the block at the moment is probably one of the most needed rooms at the moment is a mudroom. And also the, um, the hallways, some of them have really big, big hallways. Some of them have three hallways, some have one. So there's so many different elements that there's no equal measure of what they're doing.
1: Okay. So let's talk a little style versus practicality for Beaumont tiles. Of course, you can drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next reno or for your build. So style versus practicality, I think, Shana, really comes out in these areas like mudrooms, laundries. I mean, I was actually thinking, oh, I spoke to my next door neighbour at an old place I lived in on the weekend And she said, the one thing I swore about this house is I would never have a horrible backdoor laundry to the outside. I always wanted these big, and this is in the early seventies when they built their rather very wooden and slightly outdated now home. And I was thinking on the block, they've got this opportunity to build really functional spaces. So what do you want to see in a mudroom? I mean, we think hanging space, boot rack, so much more, isn't there?
0: Oh, without a doubt, you need the muddy boots, you need the the sports bags, you need the coats, you need um, sort of somewhere you could probably put a change of clothes because a lot of the times, especially, you know, it's been wet, it's been windy, you probably want to get undressed when you get into the mudroom. So somewhere practical to have coats hanging, but fresh clothes and towels. And um, that's sounding ridiculously practical, but if you were up there, you would know you need it.
1: So are you all
0: for the open sort
1: of hooks and you can see all my coats as you walk in or are you treating this as a space that really no one except for the homeowners is going to be in or is it more of a kind of a a styled entrance these days?
0: Well, I'm quite sure the mudrooms in this one, they're not. Um, where everybody will walk in. There's about four different entries to these houses. So the mudroom is personal. So this, and it should be that the mudroom is where the family enters and it's almost like a little bit of a sacred space. And yeah, because the thing is, spending a fortune on cabinetry shouldn't be something you're doing um, because most of the time they're narrow, they're small. So having just hooks, having, you know, places to hang things that is really easily accessible to hang up, but also to take off. And, you know, just getting your dirty. Boots off and just putting them on the rack. You know, it's when you're selling it, it has to be a styled space. But the practicality is that if it's a styled space, it's it's not a mudroom.
1: And I noticed you the other day with the kitchen reveals sort of stretching to get up to a shelf in a particular kitchen. Are you going to be doing the test to see if a four-year-old can hang up their own coat or, you know, someone who isn't quite at all? Because
0: it's pretty important. I think it comes to a case of like, you know, there is that middle height that is going to work for the taller people and the shorter people. Unless you're making it an actual kids space you don't have to have it high enough for four year olds you know that they, they'll probably hand it to mum and dad or they'll just throw it on the bench or something like that so a bench to sit down and take your boots on and your boots off would be fantastic you know we're seeing somewhere for the pets to be and you know it's not just putting their bowls because the laundry tends to be a big space where their bowls are but a space for dogs to actually go to sleep in there that, that's a big thing that's a big trend at the moment
1: Strange you say that because I was about to ask you as a dog owner. I do know perhaps it's more of a US or UK thing, mud rooms which do have a drain and are fully almost wet areas, so you can almost hose the dog down in the corner.
0: Well, you probably could probably hose a human as well at the same time, (laughs) the way the mud is. I, I think the thing is, it's like sort of our lifestyles are changing, like you know, the dogs were you know the outside animal and you know the more we've domesticated our animals you know they sleep more inside they always used to be outside and especially with COVID like you know the dogs are an integral part of the family and the cats so I don't think it's a necessity to make sure that you're housing something into the laundry but I think it's a nice touch.
1: Well, we're going to get onto perhaps some of those rooms later and those gigantic white sort of curved L couches. If you do not have a working mudroom and like you said, Shana, bringing in the change of clothes, that couch ain't lasting long.
0: (laughs) Goodness, no, no. Well, you get, you know, a bit of fabric protection onto that and you um, change, change your clothes and change your pants before you get on
1: you're listening to Home Style with Shayna Blaze. Great brands, great prices. Of course, you'll find them at Harris Scarf. They are our wonderful new sponsors, and of course, Beaumont Tiles. Drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialists. And let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation or perhaps even mudroom. Now, for Beaumont Tile, Shana, we have a listener question. I get very excited when the emails come in to podcasts at sen.com.au. Are you up for a listener question, Shana?
0: Always, Jane, because I think the thing is people um, throw in the questions because they're stuck.
1: Here's one from Jacinta in Coffs Harbour asking Hi Shana, I've been working on designs for my bathroom Renault. Thanks for recommending the My Style quiz, of course, the Beaumont Tiles quiz. It's been super helpful. Uh, she actually sent a couple of screenshots of pictures of things she'd designed. I showed some ideas to a friend who is currently studying interior design and she said I had no focal point in my bathroom help. Can you please explain what a bathroom focal point might be, why I need one, and if I do,
0: a few hints. (laughs) The bathroom is a place where you just, your eyes are searching and it's not staying on something. So the focal point can be a few things. It doesn't have to be like, you know, a dedicated wall to a different colour contrast. Um, It can be a case that you might actually have a tile that has a beautiful texture all the way through it. And that becomes a beautiful harmonious focal point that's throughout there. Um, It could be the bath, the way the bath is positioned becomes a focal point. So when you first walk in, if the bath is seen straight away and you make that the elegant piece, that is your focal point. Having the bath behind the door means it's not a focal point. So really the focal point is how you walk in that space when you first see it or your eye is drawn to the left or the right. So a lot of the times the focal point at the front doesn't work so doing something engaging of a boulder tile to your left or right means that your eye is immediately drawn and taken to the space that's going to work better.
1: Okay so that's interesting you say that it could actually be even just a textural thing Shana that like I sort of think you know it is this one central thing you're looking at a particular fitting but it could actually just be the sort of st- style or the the feel of that texture.
0: Yeah. And if, if the texture is all over, then you just need to sort of style it properly. That's why styling is so important. So the focal point might actually be the feeling in the room. And if it envelops you really well with beautiful texture, that's the focal point.
1: So you do need one, apparently, Jacinta, and there you go. Shana's given you a few hints there. And, of course, you can check out the What's My Style quiz at tile.com.au. If you have a question for Shana, email podcast at sen.com.au. I basically have workmates as well who send me little sly emails saying, oh, just when you next see Shana, here's my question. So keep the questions coming through. This is Home Stuff for Beaumont Tiles and for Harris Scarf. Before we talk picnic, Shana, let's just really quickly have a little chat about the reveals that if you're, you know, listening the week the podcast dropped, we saw the reveals of those huge living spaces on the block recently in those new areas. Oh, wow. It looks pretty overwhelming, Shana. Like, such, it must have taken ages to film as well, and just such huge, intimidating, in some cases, spaces.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, just because you have a large space doesn't mean it's going to be fantastic and grand. So, that there's a lot of work. And you think of the amount of ceiling space and wall space they had to paint, they had to cover, um, the planning that was needed for how it was going to be laid out, you know, and especially, you know, they haven't had a lot of time to think about that. So, there were a few sort of layout issues. Um, I think what they were given, they all did well, no matter what score we gave them. But I I think what you're saying about being overwhelming is really what we're seeing at the moment, overwhelming in the lounge spaces, dining and, and having that connection from the kitchen to the lounge dining. That is, you know, open plan living is what everyone wants, but it doesn't mean it always works because the areas aren't defined. So as much as that you know you've got all this beautiful open plan living you need to define the spaces you're going into you know what's happening in the dining area you know do you feel cocooned when you're in there even though it's in an open space so that's a really important thing um, of defining the spaces when they're so large because otherwise it just feels too vast and that's what happened with tom and sarah jane they did the most beautiful finishes their flooring their ceiling you know that double-sided fireplace in the center but the way the the size of the furniture, the scale of the furniture and the positioning of it really made it feel like it was half the size of what it was. And, you know, I think, you know, Rachel and Ryan got their layout absolutely perfect, especially with the size of that couch that you mentioned before, is that, they had room to put that ample couch, but Tom and Sarah-Jane did as well. So that's where the comparison is easy to see where someone got it wrong.
1: Yeah, and you sort of look at those incredible views, which is why people want to be on 10 acres, and and you're like, who am I fighting for the only three spots on the couch facing that way?
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. And, and you know, if there's only enough room for like two or three people and you've got a four-bedroom house and you it's an entertainer's house, like where's everyone going to sit?
1: I um, felt, thought for the first time I noticed and I was wondering, is this a new design trend, Shane, a negative space? Because some of those rooms, there was just, yes, big gaps. And I think you, as the judges did mention, though, there is plenty of room, I think it was Anka and and Sharon, you know, to actually embellish, to keep adding, to which it's usually sort of take back maybe or pair it back a little for sale, but this needs some additions.
0: Yeah, well, I think the thing is like the negative space is just a terminology. It's not it's not a trend or anything like that, but it just means that it. I call it the dance floor. And I always do a lot of people do it in a bathroom when they've got two the bathrooms too big and say, oh, there's a dance floor in here. Everything's just shoved up against the wall. Um, and we have seen that in a couple of bathrooms this series. The main thing is trying to get the seating areas to connect. And so Just because you're dotting furniture around doesn't make it connect. And that's why Neil said Anka and Sharon's felt like it was a hotel lobby because it was just all these little pockets of seating that had no connection to each other. The colours didn't connect, the styles didn't connect, but also the seating plan didn't connect. And that's where it was overwhelming. Like, you know, they, they keep saying we've never done this before. We don't know. And you could really feel it. You could feel them so overwhelmed.
1: Now we saw, of course, some incredible fireplaces and oh, I mean, the hours put in, I think, you know, in, in one house, uh, the winners, Rachel and Ryan, there was like 36 hours of work in like tiny space of time to put in these incredible huge fireplaces. Where do you lean, Shana? Um, Dylan and Jenny had a bricked fireplace. It looked cream brick to me. We saw red bricks and then we saw the natural stone. What's, what's your preference or what do you think is a bit of a design trend at the moment?
0: Oh, look, I think texture, it comes in all different ways. I have to say if Dylan and Jenny got that right. It wouldn't have been so polarising. The fact that they use a brick that was more in tune to um, a, a 50s and 70s house, then they had, you know, traditional furniture and then they had Tuscan um, render, it, it just, like nothing connected. And that was the problem. So that, you know, we've seen those bricks used beautifully when we um, had the Brighton series. And when you have a Palm Springs feel, when you have, you know, a 60s fill, it looks incredible, but it was just completely out of place. And, you know, the um, Omar and Oz had the beautiful bricks that, a lot of people say, "I hate those bricks, but used in that environment. it was rich, it was beautiful because everything was dark and and charcoal and and heavy surfaces, and it was concrete. So to have the richness and texture of that fireplace was the hero statement. So I don't think that's better over all the beautiful, sort of crazy sort of natural stone look. I think it's just making sure that you're using the right color, the right style, in the right context of what that room's going to be.
1: And it's interesting, even Shana, uh, something I sort of noticed, you know, clashing like in one of the houses had the wonderful art TV where it's a TV, but it looks like an artwork, but it just didn't match the colours or the tones of the room. Whereas Omar and Oz, I noticed had a picture that had the exact tone of the red bricks and just that tone coming through into the artwork, which is actually a TV, amazing, uh, really changed the space.
0: It does. And, and you know, a few people have said, oh, I don't really like TVs over a fireplace. Sometimes it might be the only space you can do it, but doing an art TV is a really This is not a sponsorship, by the way, and Art TV is a really good thing because it allows you to change the colour, the mood, the look, the feel, um, rather than just, you know, a big piece of, um, you know, square entertainment sitting on the wall. Can we talk baby grand piano scandal, Shana? Goodness me. You know you know what I, I love? It? it was so funny that their comment was, you know, well, people knew we were putting it on during the week, in during the week, if someone could have told us. And it's like, well, everyone else knew the rules. Everyone read the rules. Why is it up to somebody to just be in your ear the whole time telling you? It's a competition. And if you're not realising the rules yourself and you're not staying up to speed, considering it was given from day one, um, then... You know, that that's what happens.
1: I thought it was quite um stern of Scotty, but yes, Omar and Oz are buying a grand piano worth thirty six K but somehow only paying seven thousand dollars for it. The block rules, fifty percent off retail price is the minimum that you can go, I think Shana. So
0: But also when they turn around and said, Oh, it was a refurbished one and it was this is like it was a fourteen years old, they didn't have the technology for that piano back then. <laughs> like it's just you know, that technology is only about six to eight years old. So it was, it was I thought their excuses were just suck it up, boys, you got caught. Oh, see, this
1: is why we need to hear from you, Shana, because I almost bought that line. <laughs> I have to say, though, that like you were saying, Dylan and Jenny, just not quite high end enough, but there is nothing like a baby grand piano to make a space feel like old. splash three or four million dollars on a home.
0: Uh, and where it was positioned, you know you've got that beautiful view, you have the fireplace, you're you're looking outside, then you're looking to the um the dining table and you're looking to the kitchen. it It did feel beautiful and elegant. their Their chairs were just too cumbersome. They needed slim, slim, slim line dining chairs because you just couldn't get in and out. So it was just a change of selection of chairs. Otherwise, you know, they could have been a 10 as well.
1: See, there we go. Back to style versus
0: practicality. If you can't get in and out of the table. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine after you had, a, you know, a three-course meal and a few um, bottles of champagne listening to the pianist, you won't be able to get out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is Homestyle for Beaumont Tiles. Drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation and for Harris Scarf. Shop in-store or online. Harris Scarf, great brands, great prices and the home of Shayna Blazers. Wonderful, wonderful ranges. Uh, Shayna, let's talk picnics for Harris Scarf. Thank you, Harris Scarf. Yes, it is entertaining time with Harris Scarf. I've been on the website, Shana. I want to know from you, though, as we talk picnics and perhaps move into a little dining and outdoor entertaining, what makes for a good picnic for you, Shana? And I'm talking the whole experience, not necessarily, you know, how things look.
0: I, I think one is being organised. There's nothing worse than turning up to a picnic and you've forgotten half the things. Like, you know, you've only got two cups, but there's four of you. There's enough cutlery. You haven't got, you know, a rubbish bag. So it, it is... Thinking ahead makes for a good um, a good picnic, but I think also there is something about a picnic that, for me, is about romance. I just love a picnic. I think it's fun. You know, it's 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 a whole different thing than going down to the beach and and having a barbie and playing cricket. That's that's a different thing. That's everyone getting together, having that sort of thing. But it, but a picnic says, you know, a, a nice intimate gathering. So having, you know, pieces that work with that, a great rug, one that's got um you know some Protection underneath. So, one, if you spill something, but also if the ground is wet. And it just means that you've got somewhere as your anchor, like you do in an interior, a place to anchor to put yourself out there. So, you're literally saying, This is my space. Shana, do I have to sit on the ground at a
1: picnic? Because, look, you know, probably need to do a little bit more yoga. Often find it really cumbersome. If there's kids around, they're running onto, you know, the rug and then it's tipped the olives over and it- I have got those old, super old, I'm talking my grandmother's old card tables, pretty wrecked on the top, but I take a nice floral tablecloth or something. I really enjoy taking some folding chairs and actually, even if it's just a tiny small space to at least be able to put some drinks that don't get kicked over or accidentally spill. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it depends what type of picnic you want. Um, you've even, like, even the fold-out chairs, there's the, the great chairs that you have um, in the beach, you know, that sit in the water, those ones mm. as well. That means you're sort of low to the ground. You can actually uh, – one of the biggest things that um, – people were doing in COVID and, you know, when you could go out and, and gather out in the parks so of people doing packing crates and doing a packing crate and just putting something over there. So you're still at that low lying um, feel. So I, I think it's comfort. So you're talking about, again, practicality is that you just want to be comfy. You don't want to have anyone running through it, knocking everything over. Um, I, I think it's really important to important to think about what type of picnic you're going to have. Is it just going to be a couple? Is it going to be four people? Is your picnic going to connect with other people's, you know, is there going to be dogs there, animals there? So sort of prepare for those types of things. Then you start selecting all the other elements that are going to work with that because it doesn't matter how romantic you think it's going to be. If those elements come into play, you're in tears.
1: Okay. So let's assume it's just a couple of people having a nice romantic picnic do I need a picnic basket? And I think I'm going to refer back to point number one you said, which is organised because I've kind of, I've got my chain of blades, you know, sort of cooler bag, but then I just throw things in. Oh, there's a cheese knife in there somewhere. I think I've got some plates.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think getting a picnic basket, you either buy it as it is or you buy it with all the elements strapped to it. So when you lift up the lid, you know, you've got your plates, you've got your glasses, you've got your um, cutlery. It, it all has a place to go. And then when you open it, that's when, you know, you put all your food in. you have your containers. So it's just much easier to, to pack it, open it and find exactly what you want. And then pack it away. So those, you know, the bags are, are great if you have a um, an insert bag that puts all the plates in it rather than just throwing everything in loosely. So do you need a picnic basket? I don't think everyone would say they were, but God, they're handy and they're so comfy. And it was the very first season of Harris Scarf. I just went, I need a picnic basket and there weren't any around. And um, so I have to say, they sold out. They only bought a few and they sold out um, within two weeks and they couldn't get any more. So then they decided, oh, I think we need to make it a thing. So it um, is, they're selling out. So obviously people want them.
1: Well, it is definitely a thing at uh, Harris Garf Shana Blaze. Uh, my birthday is actually coming up and I hope my sisters are listening because the Shana Blaze Portsy four-person picnic basket. This is good. Shana, top door open. You have to jump onto the Harris Garf website to see this, but I don't think I've ever seen a proper top door open picnic basket. You could even stand a bottle of wine in there once it's open.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. And, and I think the thing is that, you know, sometimes you have those um, – the things that are quite rounded at the top and they don't always fit into that square. By having that peak in it just means you can get those extra bits and stack them on top of each other. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's just sort of that comfort of knowing that you've got that. And it might be a case of like, it doesn't fit everything, but at least gets most of it in there so that, you know, and you're going to be eating the food. So if you turn up with more than the picnic basket, you know, leaving with just the picnic basket. Um, actually on sale now, regular price,
1: $179.99, just over 107 bucks. Shayna, so <clears throat> birthday. <laughs> uh, now the other thing that I always kind of toss up is like super romance, I want actual proper glassware. If I'm, you know, drinking a relatively good bottle of champagne, but also there has been accidents in the past. I noticed that you've got this great little line of uh, acrylic tumblers, but I actually had to double check because they actually look really classy. The Sorrento acrylic
0: tumbler. Well, and the thing is, you know, we have our our basic ones for convenience. So these ones uh, is more like for picnics, but also for your outdoor um, living so they'll be out in your patios they'll be out on your barbecue areas and you know rather than just being the all one color i've got i've got some defined so i've made it a little bit sort of um i don't know i've been inspired by greece lately and everyone going overseas so there's a little bit of um mediterranean influence in some of those pieces of let's just hit summer let's make it feel like we've been overseas or we are overseas and just put some color into our outdoor area and, um, you know, there's nothing like a little bit of a, you know, a blue and a teal to make you feel like summer. It's like smelling coconut.
1: <laughs> and I guess I could be a snob about things like, you know, proper glassware, but like my sister's not letting anyone near their pool area with anything resembling glass. It's just too dangerous. So you know, you really do need that set, don't you, for outdoors?
0: Yeah. And I think the thing is, like, I, I love, you know, the, the proper glass, but you have to pick your moment. You know, if it's just the two of you, yes, get your glassware as long as you're careful and don't have two bottles and they smash it anyway. Plus, you don't want to break glass in a public area too. So, it just means that you're there to enjoy rather than on edge. And I think that's the other thing of pr- pr- practicality. Sorry, I think that's the other thing with practicality. It means that you're actually enjoying yourself. You're not worried about anything. It's like you know going to a picnic and you've got your best suit on. It's like Unless you're at the races, it's not really something that you're going to be doing. So I think having, you know, acrylic means that you can actually relax and you can they rinse well and they're easy and you can actually stick them under the tap and clean it and then you just sort of got this hassle-free day.
1: Do you know why I actually think I have this like aversion to non-glass glassware is because mostly they're like 30-year-old things that you had camping in the 70s and you just don't throw them out and they're horrendous. So time for nice new functional uh, acrylics i think of course it is time to start entertaining with harris scarf great brands and great prices before we let you go shana let's just talk a little bit of dining and of course jump onto the harris scarf website to check out shana's range are you a big fan of this whole grazing platter like share platter sort of thing
0: shana Oh my god that that's I'm a, that's my chef like that's who I am that's what I do I, I think that the grazing um, as a tapas is you know rather than just having the one big one. I like to have a couple because I know there's the really big ones that are are, are massive, but when you've got a table where people are sitting down, you want to be able to sort of share it around and uh, otherwise you have to do, you know, uh, a little bit of moving around on the chairs. The big grazing platter um, is great if everybody's standing around, but if you're sitting down, you know, have a couple of different platters and different shapes so it's allocated like, you know, this one's more the fruit, this one's the dips, this is the meats. And I think, you know, how do you say that? Charcuterie. Charcuterie, like, you know, I can't speak English at the moment. Um, you know, and that way you sort of hand them around and it becomes a bit more festive too. And um, so, yeah, when you're sitting down, platters are amazing. And, you know, I I think sometimes when you're having those relaxed evenings or those relaxed lunches, platters are just perfect.
1: You have got a few really, really well priced, and like everything's on sale as well. So you know, some fantastic ones in your range at Harris Garf Shana. Like you know, really for fifty bucks, you could entertain and do you know four or five plates. It's it's great.
0: the great thing is there is the mix and match. There are the sets and especially when you're having that grazing feeling, you're having lunches, you, know, you don't have to go for perfection unless, you know, it is one of those special occasions. And, and gatherings is just really exciting to, you know, the great thing is that malamine that you use for the picnic, you can still use it at home, in the patios, in your kitchen, because it's just so easy, especially when kids are around and they're not going to sort of break everything and drop or I'm a bit of a klutz so you know for me they're good for me because if I drop it I haven't broken it.
1: Well I think that you sound like a bit of a picnic pro Shana. I reckon I'm getting me a picnic basket and really good really good tips.
0: Can I just say like my experience with um, picnics was coming from as a kid we used to actually have um, car rallies. Did you ever go on car rallies? I they were did, yeah. so much fun. So you know, it'd be like a community group, and there would be car rallies, and you know, you would have to also um, there'd be a mystery tour where you would actually sort of have this list all the way through. So you'd be driving for an hour and a half to two hours, and you had to find all these things and get points at the end. And it was so cool. And then one of my mum, one of my mum's favourite things was to make scotch eggs. Do you remember Scotch eggs? Hard-boiled egg covered in this, like, amazing deep-fried, yummy, crunchy,
1: meaty stuff.
0: Yeah, and breadcrumbs on the outside. So, you know, and then there was, you know, then there was also um, curried eggs. Like little boats of carried eggs. There's a lot of smelly things going on there in a car on the way home. That's the thing also, like, you know, the different types of food that you can make quite nostalgic. You can make them, you know, they don't have to be all chips and dips, you know, to create those little bites. And it's fun. It's an event and it's fun. So, you know, picnics are great. It's not just eating the food. It's about who you're with, who you're gathering with. <laughs> Sorry you know the great thing about picnics is yes you've done all the organization you've got everything so you can relax it is about getting there it's about where you're going it's about who the people are that you're sharing it with and and the type of food so each time you do a picnic it's it's be good to think of you know a different type of food each time rather than just doing i'll oh, we'll grab some dips we'll grab some chips we'll get the meats and scotch eggs i have to find a, a vegan version but yeah something like a vegan scotch egg if anyone has a recipe out there of a a vegan version would be amazing. I
1: bet you someone out there has worked out how to make, I think it's called Satan or, you know, textured vegetable, Protein and those amazing restaurants in, in Melbourne that are totally vegan, but you think you're eating meat. Uh, I'm sure someone will will send us some info, Shana.
0: <laughs> Please, we'll have to do. It. We'll have to put it out there. <laughs> you can entertain
1: like a professional with Harris scarf and shop the latest from the Shana Blaze collection. It is in store today, Shana. We're almost out of time. Um, your little puppy has been very well behaved in the background. I reckon you should just let it bark. But well done, it's good at
0: podcasting. Oh, look, she's, um, it's, it's like a child with the phone when I'm on the podcast. She seems to know when I'm on the phone, it doesn't, but when I'm doing a podcast, she's just like, "Mm, I think I might need some attention. Hey, next time we speak, Shana, we're going to be catching up with one of the team from
1: Beaumont tiles and they've got a new B visual live. I'm going to stick a link in the show notes so that you can actually, I think, check out rooms. Look, it's, almost as incredible as the What's My Style quiz. So I'm going to put you on notice. I'll send you all the links. Uh, we look forward to catching up with them. And Shana, have a great couple of weeks. Uh, no
0: grand finals. And, you know, it might be a bit of a low after the high of the Cats winning, but I hope you're busy. And we're getting to the pointy end of the block. So it's just like by the time we get there, it'll be like, heightened
1: excitement can't wait for auction day thank you so much for listening to Homestyle for beaumont tiles drop into one of their 115 stores let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next reno perhaps that mudroom and for harris scarf shop in store or online today harris scarf great brands great prices you'll find shana blazer's range there shana thanks so much we'll talk soon thank you bye thanks for listening to the Homestyle podcast With Shana Blaze, thanks to Beaumont Tiles. With tiles for every style and budget. And Harris Scarf, great brands, great prices.